Well, well, well. We're about 12 days away from the big dance. Week three of the finals, boys. It's a big game, or big two games coming up. How are we feeling, boys? Good, Abbas? Feeling fantastic. It's a big week for you guys, man. Uh, uh, I mean, should just, it should be just, you know, us doing what we do. If Rabbitohs... You know, the Rabbitohs won their damn respect, yeah? <laughs> um, Rabbitohs got pumped by Bulldogs three weeks ago, so... I'm Still riding on that one, and mate, your boys... How mad eh? I thought it was Canberra. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were ready with your yeah, guns loaded. Goes. Oh, <laughs> shit, bro. Canberra, who else? Uh, Canberra, um, Canberra's my team heading into it. But just overall, I think it's been a great... We'll, um, talk, we'll talk about Parrots. Just give it a sec, yeah? But yeah, Canberra. <laughs> um, yeah, just in regards to the actual final series, I think it's been a very entertaining one overall, I guess. Um, it's probably been, been the most uh, entertaining one today. Like, a lot of tries scored... Um, comebacks momentum swings yeah you don't see much of that what happened on the weekend um and yeah good finishes as well so so like Canberra's the only one that got to a lead and like a, and held and, it and held it and won yeah Parramatta yeah. got to a lead they lost it's crazy man like do you think it's you think it's just a game it is how it is now but or is it is it the new change the rule changes like the six again the either one referee do you think the speeding the speeding up of the ruck all that stuff yeah think i think there's been a like just comparing this whole year, it's been like a massive difference in regards to the speed of the game. Um, as soon as momentum swings to one team, it's so hard for the other team to counteract that and control that. So, um, yeah, I guess whoever has the ball gets that six again, vital vital for them moving forward. Um, and very hard, very hard to stop that overall. So, um, we saw we saw yeah. crucial moments on the weekend, and we saw we we called out what Damien Cook two weeks ago. Now he's yeah, he's pretty him. much the the informed know. player of the final series. I think he's listening to the podcast. Um, <laughs> Abbas, yeah, like I said, momentum swings have been massive. I mean, so many big moments that have changed the game so drastically. Do you, do you accept that it's the rule change, or is there something else as well? Yeah, look, I think um, I mean I think you guys would agree that the last couple of years NRL's been very defense based. Yeah. A lot of teams would, um, you know, it was becoming less entertaining and I think that's why they brought in the rule change. And there's always that little gap between, um, you know, when new rules, especially rules like six again, that's, that's going to play a big part in the game, you know. Mm. So, you know, this is like the teething period. So a lot of teams are trying to figure out how to, what's the best way to basically set up your game plan with yep. these new rules. And yeah, because of the teething period, you can see a lot of cracks in defense, especially in this final series. I mean, Usually final series are like 18-12 or 18-16. Yeah, These very close, low-scoring games. Everyone's, everyone's conceding 20 points at least. That's the thing. Like, looking at these games coming up on the weekend and to the, to the normal viewer, yeah, just looking at it from, you know, they don't really follow it. They'd say, oh, Panther Storm easily. I don't think it's going to be that easy because defense has gone out the window. You saw what happened to the Roosters. Yeah, how how defensive oriented have they been, and that, how that that's been the backbone to their premierships? It disappeared. It's disappeared the last couple of weeks. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. I think every team's in it for with a chance. It's the most, it's the closest premiership in a while, man. A hundred percent. Even even that Penrith uh, Rabbitohs game coming up, I think it's a very interesting game overall. Like you could argue that Rabbitohs have better attack than Penrith right now, just in um, how many, just um, just based on how many points they're scoring no, every no, week. Yeah, and yeah. the the other thing that no one's mentioned too is that it's actually going to be Rabbitohs home game. It's at ANZ Stadium. Oh yeah, yeah. But so, the sa- ticket sales will go more to Penrith. 
Based on what? It's just because the it's their home ground, technically. I'll probably get a slightly bigger advantage. Yeah. They come out by the power of players. Just the in regards fans. to the general feel, like it, it is a Rabbitohs home game. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like stadium-wise. Stadium well, Location-wise, yeah. They're probably better off going to Bank West. They probably thought Parra was going to yeah. make it through. So they didn't then, take it to Bank and West. And then what happened? Hey, <laughs> Parra lost, mate. Parra choked, yeah. Parra choked, Parra, you know, it's coming, man, it's coming. Speaking of the game, let's go straight into that game first. Panthers, Rabbitohs. You said you've been confident. You've been you got this quiet confidence, you know, going through. I know you're inside. You you won the premiership. I know that, <laughs> and I deservedly say because he's only lost once. But honestly, without kick out, I thought it, I think it's a big loss. I think that's the only out, the big out for the Panthers this week. Are you concerned at all? Well, look, the way I think about it is yes. Rabbitohs are probably the, mo- the informed team of the comp when it comes to attack. But we also have the best defence in the comp. That's right. So I think that might weigh in our favour. Also, I don't think Ray- Ray- um, sorry, Ra- Rabbitohs' um, defence is that great. I mean, No, it's not great at all. It's crap. So there, there's, there's a lot of holes in it. Um, so, you know, looking at the teams, I mean, we put 29 points against Roosters. Are you telling me we can't put more than that against Rabbitohs? Sure. Will we? Maybe not. But could we? Of course we can. I so think, if I, we can hold Penrith down, if we can hold, sorry, Rabbitohs down to 20 points, I think we win the game. Uh, See, so that's the thing about Rabbitohs. You think you got them down and they don't know when to quit. They just keep, they'll come back and they, their mentality isn't to defend you. I understand. You know what I mean? Their mentality is to outscore you. Mm-hmm. So they, they're not thinking, they don't care if they're 10, 12, 14 points down. They're still going to play the same way. No, I understand that's a, that. That's a, that's a big advantage mentally to them, I think. The, the way that, the thing is, right, who, who they versed? Okay, who they versed in the last couple of weeks? Yeah, yeah they no. versed Newcastle, who was out of form from like the last ten rounds, and they were low on confidence. Uh, then they versed who? Parramatta. Para. Who was also low on form, and they were out of confidence too. So they the the problem that I've had with not the problem that I had like I think they've played really great. Like I'm happy that they've actually come this far. If I mean I told you that I was scared of Parramatta more, more yeah. last week than Rabbitohs. Yep. Um, and I think that's I mean considering how Parramatta's form now, I think that might be. You know, in hindsight, maybe I was wrong, but like I'm happy that they've made it this far. I'm happy for them. They're a good like I, I like the team. If they had Latrell, I'd be really worried. Yeah, of course. I'm not saying of really course that, that'd be Latrell. different. That'd be different. Completely but I, different. I just feel like they haven't come across a team as confident as Penrith in the last couple of weeks, and Penrith haven't dipped in form in the last couple. No, of they weeks. haven't. No, they haven't. But the so, thing, the thing with those teams, you're right about them in terms of them coming into the game. But you look at the actual game. That the Rabbitohs were in against the Knights and Para, they were down. They were down, and you thought, okay, yeah, they're gone, they're stuffed. But somehow, some way, just one moment of a momentum swing or a knock on here or whatever, bang, they got yous. No, I get they that. They come back. They came back. Like they shouldn't have beaten Newcastle. But Newcastle that, played their best game in a long time the first half. But that's why. That's why I said that's where it benefited them, right? Mm. Because if they came up against a Melbourne Storm, a Penrith Panthers, um, and you know. Probably not the last couple of weeks, but um, you know, uh, our Roosters who even are the Roosters game, yeah, they were down twelve points to four. I remember in the first ten minutes, it could have been eighteen four, and then they came back and smashed them. I understand that, but what I'm saying is, if you, if they came across a Melbourne squad, a Penrith squad, or a or like we we obviously know that 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 game that Roosters lost against Rabbitohs was the start of their whole downfall downfall of the season, right? Mm. So if they versed any of those three squads at their best and playing great which is what Penrith and Melbourne are doing right now if they gave up a 12-14 point lead 
It's not going to be as easy to come back from that. And that's what benefited them is that they came into teams that got that 14-point lead. They were low on confidence, you know, f- uh, over the last over the last previous weeks. And, you know, just a bit of doubt in their head saying, you know, oh, you know, wow, we're playing really well. Hopefully we can keep it. Mm. I don't think teams like Melbourne and, and Penrith think like that. They think we're, they're thinking we're, we're really well. We're going we're gonna to close this game out. And I'm not saying that Rabbitohs are not going to be in the fight. 100% they're going to be in the fight. No, 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 no. I just think that. that Melbourne and Penrith this year have a better mentality than the teams that they've versed over the last couple uh, of weeks. And having said all that, mm. South might make it to the grand final. Uh, I think if Penrith focus on that, that media... Pressure. Yeah, that media storyline, like they're the best defensive team. If they come in with a, that kind of mindset, you know, I don't think it's natural to them because they're very... They're un- so underrated in attack. They've got one of the best attacks as well. Surely they got to come in and say, Listen, we kind of got to outscore these guys as well because they did concede 28 against the Roosters, right, in that first first Yeah. Week. That's, that's what I think is... Sorry. Uh, that's what I think is going to benefit them is that they had a terrible defensive performance. They, left, they let in some of the softest tries all years against Roosters. Mm. Ivan Cleary is going to look at that and he's going to make sure that they don't make that same mistake. Key that key to victory against Rabbitohs is going to be Capewell and Liam Martin absolutely terrorising Cody Walker and Adam Reynolds. If they don't, if they don't absolutely terrorise them and just get them out of their rhythm, Rabbitohs are very, are very much in the game. Yeah, I, I guess the scariest thing for Penrith is that the the Rabbit's spine is pretty much clicking into full gear at the right time of the year. Like no one was talking about how good Cody Walker was at the side at the side of the or the middle of the year. Like they, I've I read an article comparing him to Jared Haynes form in '09. He's had like three. Great games. That that's about it, you know. But they were that good in those three games. Same with Adam Reynolds. Like he's back into like origin like form. The way he's controlled the yeah, game. Yeah, the way yeah, he's, he's um he's, he's swung the momentum of the game. Then you got Damian Cook, who's been pretty much the player of the finals so far. Um and he's mentioned as well Latrell not being there. I don't even know if Latrell being there would have added that much because I feel like Corey Allen's done a great job yeah, as it has. as it is, you know. So Corey Allen's um, really good, yeah. Yeah. And even when Latrell was there, he wasn't he wasn't in full form. So uh, it, it's a scary it's a scary matchup. Just to see the trends of the game, I know what you're saying. That Ivan Cleary is obviously Ivan Cleary is going to give it to him about the defense, but just the the way the games have been going, there has not been a defensive masterpiece from anyone. No. I just don't see that happening. So I feel like Penrith have to come in with an attacking mindset. But if they do, they'll beat them. That's to, honestly what I think. To be fair, Melbourne and Penrith have only had one game in the final. Melbourne's defense, we're going to get to Melbourne. Melbourne's defense has been poor. You called it out, and it has been poor as well. But they gave up a big lead, not a big lead, but they gave up a lot of points against Parramatta that first week. But Parramatta, uh, even Cowboys, I think. Uh, Tigers. Tigers as well. They're not the Melbourne of old but, as well. But can man. I ask something? Semi final, do you think teams of the caliber of Penrith this year and Melbourne just in general with Craig Bellamy? They're gonna allow them to concede. No, no, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying the trend of the final series has been high scoring. It's, it's the nature attacking. of this year's game. It's just yeah. it's too hard to control momentum, and you gotta be extra, extra fit to keep up with all the defensive workload you have to, to put up with. So um, that's why it's been such an entertaining final series. Well, the changing the, rules, and hopefully they don't change it next year. To be no, honest, what, what what I'm scared of is I'm scared that the referees determine a lot of what happens. Of course, they're going game. to. Because they're going to. I mean, if we look at that Penrith Roosters game, Penrith lost the penalty count seven four. Every try that Roosters scored came off a penalty. 
every single try and a six again. So it could happen again. That's that's the thing, right? I hope again. I hope the referees are a bit more like you know how sometimes they give just disgusting six agains, like six agains that don't don't warrant a six again. But you never know what it was for. That's the that's the beauty of it for the refs. I'll just go six again. Okay, what was that for? There, there's no slow man. There's no video. There's nothing. To, just play on. To you know suss I mean? that out. So yeah. it could happen to him. You never know. Tips. Uh, Penrith in a tight one, high scoring. Yeah, I'm gonna get Penrith um, by about eight. High scoring. Um, Give it to us, Penrith by I think thirteen, 13 plus. plus. Thirteen yeah. plus Penrith. Yeah. Oh, you know what? <laughs> yeah. It's because I think that they're gonna set their mark right now, and just to show people how serious they are on the grand final. Yeah. I think Ivan Cleary is like to him. We've got to let everyone know that this isn't just one year thing for us. Like I know this is our first year, but. Well, yeah, but hey, don't that. forget. I think I feel like Rabbitohs maybe a bit more. They're a bit more experienced. This is the third year in a row in the prelim. Maybe they learnt their lesson. Who knows? To be we'll honest, I'm I'm scared to versus either Canberra or Melbourne though. Here we go, Canberra Melbourne. What a game Friday night. Man, Raiders. We talked about it. They've been on a roll. Uh, Storm. That was a bit of a scare, man. That first week, but they got through it. They smashed Parramatta in the end. Honestly, I, this is going to be an unbelievable game. I'm I'm not even. I don't see a defensive game here. Like, I know yeah. traditionally it's a defensive game, but I don't see it here. That's the thing. Storm have actually evolved from a like a proper defensive boring, team. Yeah, boring structural team. No, no one hates Melbourne as much anymore. You know, <laughs> like you got they've got their Pappenhausens and their Cameron Munsters and stuff. They're actually en- entertaining to watch. You know, um, so Raiders are going to be they're going to be on their game if they want to if they want to stop um, Melbourne's attack, especially considering Melbourne had a week off too to to stay refreshed I think um, I think uh, Canberra they played brilliant in patches yeah. started well against the Roosters the Roosters played horrible and they still almost won you know what I mean that's the bit of a concern for, for me with Canberra you've you got to be in it longer against Melbourne I feel like they, they just hit back bang bang but like they were straight away hit back well, they got well, that capability man with them well to make the grand final what you need to do is you need to learn from each game that you play I mean, Roosters did did start hitting back and, you know, Raiders were able to contain them until basically full-time and they ended up winning, which is which might, be, which might be a, bl- uh, a blessing in disguise because now they know how that feels and they can try to learn from that. If they do get a lead against Melbourne, maybe they can think of where, what went wrong last week and got Roosters back into the game. And, you know, at the end of the day, if they, if they learn from their mistakes, that's what... Make, you know, that's what kind of gives them the ticket to the grand final. Mm. If they don't learn from the mistakes, Melbourne's making the grand final. Dale Finucane, he's been named 18th man. He's playing. They wouldn't name him if he's not playing there. Monster's been named, even though he's got a, that knee injury from the game from two weeks ago. And oh, there goes the. Uh, there it goes. And Canberra's named same 17 against the Roosters. Um, I look at I look at Canberra and I'm like, the big battle was always Cameron Smith versus Josh Hodgson, yeah. And they've obviously lost that. Tom Starling, he's been really good with him without being great. You know, he's just solid. I feel like the fact that they don't have that. That playmaker there, that might that might cost them in take the end. Away, yeah. yeah, it might take away a bit from them. Uh, I guess a lot of the pressures on um, the halfback Williams to take Williams control because Wyden's not a traditional um, playmaker where he controls the game, kicks for touches. Will- Williams isn't either. Yeah, that, that's that, that's a scary part. So like, it's it's up to Williams to really control the game. Even um, the fullback uh, Nickel Clockstad's not really a noted kicker either. So pretty much all the pressures on him. If if Raiders have the lead with ten to go. He's going to look to um, control the game, kick for the in-goal, kick for touch. So, yeah, but it's an interesting game. I think this will be one of the games of the year. 
And do you, do you think at this point in time, Canberra, would you consider Canberra as officially like a heavyweight club up there with Melbourne and Roosters? Yeah, yeah. Have they, have they established themselves? Yeah, getting to this point, yeah, they, I think they've proven it. They're one of the top, top teams now in the league. They're up there. I feel like I don't know. I know they're under strength right now, but the f- that's the thing. They got a couple key injuries, and they're still up there. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's massive. It's it all depends who they keep next year because they let go of Caesar. If they had Caesar, they probably be. They probably I'd probably back them to win. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think Williams has done no, as in almost as, as a better widen, job than as in Wyden. You have a creative five eight. They're, they're pretty similar, Wyden Williams. Like even when you watch the game against the Roosters, they didn't go outside the twenty tram line. All the, all no, the, they, didn't all even, the, they didn't like semi. They didn't want to pass them. <laughs> they didn't get to the wingers or centers when they were attacking. They kept it inside. And that's what that's what bamboozled the Roosters. They've got that in their bag to, to change it up a bit. What about Papali'i? And he, he's, man, he's a key. I, I think, man, if he's if he's rolling this game, Papali'i, brother, I think that it's going to go a long way to them winning this game. Yeah. Don't forget, too, he scored that match-winning try against Melbourne. In Melbourne, I think it was yeah, last year, so... I don't know, man. Deja vu. But this superstition, superstition tells me Melbourne, they've been getting the crap end against Canberra. Canberra's had it on them for the past couple of games. Maybe it's time for Melbourna to, to get them this time. Well, it's interesting. Penrith and Melbourne are two top teams in a comp, according to the latter. And they're both missing players. Mm. And the other teams have got full strength. Like, not full strength, but they haven't changed from last week. So, it's, it's, you know, you, you never know. I mean, Cameron Munster, how, how guaranteed is he to play? He's playing, but he's playing injured. So, I mean, he's, again, if they're going to win this, he's key. I think his injuries beside us, I think, was they said. So, it's more of a niggly sort of pain rather than like an aggravation sort of injury, like a a torn ligament. Kind of, yeah. It's like an inflammation thing. So, I guess it's more pain management rather than pain uh, aggravation or Mm. things like that. So, um that's the real NRL physio here. And a real NRL physio. <laughs> Not too concerned about an actual a torn ligament, tendon or muscle. He'll so I think, he'll, I think he'll be all right. It's going to be a cracker game. Um, tips. Melbourne by two. I'm going Canberra by six. Canberra by four. I want to say Canberra Penrith grand final. That's 30th anniversary of their first grand final. That'd be, that'd that? be an awesome story. Yeah. Maybe Laurie Daly will strap on the boots. Maybe or? Greg Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's gonna be a cracking game. I want to go to the uh, to the teams that bowed out before we end this. Yeah, Roosters and Eels, two top four teams. It hasn't happened since two thousand nine, where the t- two top four teams have gone out in the in the second week. What, what, what would you give it? What would you give them a rating out of? You know, that, that's what I want to know. Do you, you think it's a pass or a fail grade for for the Roosters? Oh, it's definitely a pass to get this far into the season for the Roosters. I'd say around B, 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 maybe B plus. Um, like I think those you tipped them to go undefeated for the rest of the season. Yeah, like they didn't I, even I, make semis. That's a fail of a season for them. I wouldn't say fail, just because of how far they went and. But expectations. They, they lost by one to Penrith and four to Canberra. They could have oh. any little momentum swing could have won that. And I feel like they still the moments they were good. They're they were really, really on top of their team. They just fell off at certain parts of the game like that. That Tarpany try on the weekend, That's just, that was just silly for them to <laughs> They ran through like four players. They ran through Cordner, our captain. But yeah, just, I don't know. They've, they've still got that fighting spirit in them to still come back and almost steal the game again against Penrith and against Canberra. Mm. 
I, I it's just a bit disappointing, I guess, that they couldn't... I, I guess the energy levels just weren't high enough to maintain yeah. that full 80 minutes. They looked a bit tired and stuff like that. And even Buzz mentioned yesterday that he showed a replay of that, I think it was Cordner's tackle on Papali, where he, he avoided the tackle yeah, 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 yeah. for that for the concussion. So, I don't know, maybe there's deeper things there with that, that yeah, concussion I, thing they had going at the club. I think we agree. The expectation was uh, three in a row, yeah. They, wanted, they were going for that premiership. That's uh, why they got Sunny. It was looking like that around route, round eight to like round 16, 17. But I'm talking about the club in, internally. They, were, they wanted that premiership. Yeah, they thought yeah, they could that, go that all the way, the, right? And that's why I think it's a fail for them. I, I, I think they should have at least made the GF with that score. Well, I think they put Flanagan on the chopping block because of that. That's just like... Yeah, I, I feel like Flanagan's the only... That's poor. Like, it, it is a big loss to go from Kronk to Flanagan, so... Yeah, but you can't blame. He's 22. You can't put that, that pressure. He didn't win the premiership in the, to defend that, you know what I mean? Like... Tell me a game he cost them in. I can't tell you. I can tell you games he put them in, in position to win. You know, like that Melbourne game, that big Melbourne game when he kicked it about 40, 30 out from the side. He's a scapegoat because he's an outsider, right? I don't know. I just feel like he just didn't have that big of an impact of the game compared to Kiri. Uh, sorry, to Kiri sorry. But it is Kiri's team. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, look, I think, just... I think they didn't want to upset Kiri. It's his team. Yeah, they didn't want to. He's obviously, yeah. like, he's the proven star at the moment. Kyle Flanagan isn't. So they opted, and he's still fairly young, Kiri. So they opted just to throw Flanagan under the bus. And I mean, we all know what's happening right now. Flanagan is gone. And magically, Roosters are going to have 1.2 million in the cap. <laughs> and they're going to go sign the best halfback in no, the no, league. They've got, that's what they're going to do. No, they've got two lined up. They got two lined up. I think because he, he was the only their temporary. He was he's a temporary fill in at the end of the day. They got that that kid Sam Walker from Brisbane. He's a future apparently. He they've got the big raps on him. He's he's gonna be the, the best halfback in the game in, in three four years. They've got him lined up, but he's only eighteen. And they also got Lachlan Lamb who they they put in before he got injured. He was play. He was gonna be the halfback till but he got that, injured. I mean, you 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 went from bleeding, not bleeding, but like putting in a rookie in Flanagan. Test him, him out for one year, and he didn't have a bad. I'll give him a B to a B plus grading for the year. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. I'm not. Denying and then that. you're gonna put in another rookie like Lachlan Lamb, and then what are you gonna? Ex- what do you want him to do? Exceed it? But what I'm saying is, these guys aren't the long term option. They got a long term option coming through. That's the thing, and it's it's a, a slack that they're yeah, putting it on him, and they shouldn't put it on him only. They were poor performances. But yeah, I, I feel like I feel like a lot of the forwards have a lot to blame too. Because I know their backline was pretty good every game. Like, Tedesco's always there every game. Yeah. Like, I feel like Josh Morris had a great game the other night. Manu had a great game. But Brett Morris, consistent as ever. So, they got the, they got the piece. I don't know. I feel like maybe the, the Forge just got just out enthused. But by the way, the, the, the whole thing with Flanagan is they claim they got salary cap pressure. Mm. I don't know. I don't, like, I think that's a bit of a copy. I, I, like, the truth is there. He's not the long-term option. No, they've had salary cap pressure for the last forty-three years. No, we don't. No, they don't. What are you talking about? They don't, cuz. They they get rid of Cooper Cronk and they sign three superstars. How does that work? Who they sign? SBW. They signed three forty-year-olds. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, Parramatta. <laughs> Parramatta. You know, you know what the funny thing is? These two teams are the Tony teams. He tipped Roosters to come undefeated for the rest of the year, and he tipped Parramatta to. Be a big threat. True, but you, you know, also Abbas yeah, or yeah. or uh, sorry, 
He also said that Raiders were making the eight, if anyone remembers that, remember too. That. So that, <laughs> that's true, that's a I big did. L, too. Uh, that's, you know what? that's why we stopped the bold predictions. We need the Oracle. Where is he? They almost <laughs> got it the other day. Uh, Parramatta, man. Oh, I hate to say it, but... You Tony's, know, been, Tony's doing his homework. <laughs> He's like, a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he went back and listened. He needed ammo. Uh, Parramatta, I hate to say I told you guys. So I told everyone three, four months ago. They're an accident waiting to happen. When it counts, they let you down. How many times do I have to say it? You know, I'm upset. Everyone's just jumped on my bandwagon, bro. Come on, man. Parramatta, honestly. That's a... I'm, I'm, I'm not going to give you credit because I reckon you spoke to the Oracle. No, 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 no. I didn't speak to no Oracle. I knew <laughs> from the start, mate. They, they weren't going to... They were doing nothing. It was all false. It was for, just hope. It was false hope. Yeah, but... I for, mean, me, for me, the disappointing thing is that they they never replicated their early season form they just never got back to those heights that they reached at the start of the season in terms of the game they played against rabbitos do you think they were underdogs going into that game considering they had sevo fergo and and jennings out they were but i thought but i called it i called what they were gonna do they have this six to ten minute little king gato they have this six to ten minute of one player goes super mario mode and and just it takes over the game for 10 minutes and then they try and defend it. It never works. Mm. It's not going to work in this the way the game is played today right now. You know what I mean? Can, can I get Tony's opinion on Parramatta's early season form? Do you think that they just played really well as a team early season, but it was something that they had to kind of advance their game? They had to step their game to another level to be able to compete? Because, it's, it, I mean, it's known... You can start the first 10 rounds fine, but if you don't improve every week, then you're going to, people, teams are going to figure you out. That's the good thing that Penrith have done this year, right? It was that Penrith were winning games in the first 10 rounds. Why are we talking about Penrith? <laughs> I'm asking a question. I'm asking a question. Right? Look, I, I feel like it's a bit, it's a bit of, Do, oh, a bit of question, both. Like, Paris' attack was great at the start of the year, but they, they tended to go away from that. That direct running, the offloading, the off-the-cuff stuff, the side-to-side yeah, passing and things that, like that. That's what I'm asking. Do you think teams figured that out or do you think they just stopped it? Because I think teams figured it out. It's, it, it's, it's not a rocket science game plan. You, all you but, have to do was just yeah, focus on the You forwards. could know the game plan, but it is, yeah. it's another thing to stop it as well. I don't know. I just think it's a bit of both. Uh, uh, the very unlucky bat on Saturday, just that, <laughs> that hitting the post... No, um, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear unlucky. No, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. Was that unlucky? I, no, I don't want to nah, hear unlucky. What do you mean unlucky? I don't want to hear unlucky. right in front. I don't want to hear unlucky. No, I'm not saying the kick was unlucky. I'm saying that But that they had a chance okay. to go 20 but all. Why? Okay, but and why in a matter they, of seconds, okay. they go and score down the field. Why did they pay him the big bucks? You know, if you don't know who we're talking about, talking about Mitchell Moses. Why did they pay him the big bucks? Because he's kicking from the sideline every time, yeah? But he got a miss. crucial kick from in front to go 20 or They got the momentum back and, and they went 80 metres the other way. Yeah, I'm not saying he's not an idiot for not kicking that I'm goal. I'm not talking about he's an idiot. I, I'm saying this guy... You are saying that he's an idiot. No, I'm not saying he's an idiot. I'm saying that guy, <laughs> he's not good enough. That's why, he's not, that's why I've been saying he's never been good enough. Hey, but, wait, I, I can see why he's saying that the conversion's like indicative of his whole career, right? No, but no, I would no, no, I wouldn't no, take no, it down no, to that no, one. I'm saying that it's a good it's it's a good symbol of of his career, right? He just yeah, doesn't. He's a choker, right? No, no, no. He's not a choker. He's not good enough. He has never developed his game from 2017. When I when I when you're talking about the game, the game. Look, story, uh, look yeah, I don't think well, he's. Let me, let me I don't this. think he's top five halfback. But no, I'm not saying that. In terms think, of I'm off the cuff that. attacking halfbacks, he's up there. I want to I want to go off the whole early. Season form, yeah, with Parramatta. Yeah. 
You're talking about how they played the first 10 rounds, yeah? That, that attacking style, that, that, you know, bang, off bang, the cuff. You know, off the cuff stuff. Teams figure it out. Teams figure out everyone after 10 rounds, right? But the great teams come up with multiple game plans. They had that one game plan, and if it didn't work, and if they weren't on the front foot, they capitulated, yeah? The crap teams they versed, they beat them, yeah? Why? Because they, they grinded out. They just grinded out. Oh, yeah. yeah? They, they didn't play good in they any of those games. They were playing poor, yeah? But against the good teams, they were never going to beat them. Yeah. They were never going to beat them because those good teams figured them out. All right? Even against Melbourne, who had 15 players out, yeah? They could only put two tries on them. When I saw that, I said, yeah, nah, that's they're done. They, like, they were not confident in doing something different. Their point of attack, you called it, is who? King Gotha. No, the other bloke. <laughs> Joseph Polo. No, Junior. Junior Polo. Sorry. Junior Polo, yeah? No, legit. He is their point of attack because he's the only one that can attract three. And Nathan defenders. Brown. Nathan Brown too, is, but you've got to give him credit as well. No, 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 we're, I'm we're, saying we're, I'm Nathan saying Brown gets them on the front foot. Yeah. Junior Polo is the one that gives like... I mean, uh, how many offloads have you seen him set up a try with King Gutho? Yeah. Um, he's always way, his up, name he, is King Gutho. But he links up with Don't him. Don't change it. It's King uh, Gutho. Well, you can call him that, but he links up with him. The, the thing is, you can have King Gutho, you can have Junior Paulo, the four-pack, everyone playing well. If your halfback can't control the game and can't step up when it counts, you're not going to win a premiership. You're not going to get further than you are. True? I, look, yeah, th- honestly, my solution is that I feel like Brown and Moses need to switch. Dylan I feel Brown? like Brown's the, the calming type who should control the game. You've got Moses who's, who's the attacker. I don't, I, don't see, I don't see how Moses is the halfback and Brown is the 5 eight. The older, They don't suit those positions. Because he's the older, more experienced guy. He wants that. But I feel like Brown's, Brown's mature enough to take over that role now. You think Brown should be the Adam Reynolds and Moses yeah, should be the... Yeah, 100%. Per, you, think, yeah. you think Mitchell Moses is going to take a, a step back behind Dylan Brown? <laughs> yeah. No thanks. Look, I think no, but he knows that he knows that Dylan Brown compliments him. He's not he's not he's not a good player. That's without how Dylan he Brown. says it. He, no, he says he's a better player than him, and he compliments me. I don't compliment him. You're right. You're not saying wrong, but Mitchell Moses, no way he'd accept that role. That's look, an I, insult to him. Look, I no, think it's five eight. It's not a it's not a downgrade to him. He's got an ego. He's got an ego. Yeah, he does. And look. deservedly so. He's getting paid nine hundred k, and he's doing nothing. Look, I think the thing is with Mitchell Moses, he's either really good. Yeah. Well, he's not good. Exactly. exactly. There's no in between. No. Nah. There's no in between. He doesn't. Nah. He never has a game that's like, that was a 7.5 out of 10. No. Nah. It's a, that was a 3 out of 10 or that was a 10 out of 10. Exactly. And that's and the problem is, is that he generally has more 3.5 out of 10s, 4 out of 10 games, than he does 10 out of 10. But that one 10 out of 10 game blows his image up and then everyone... He gets a big head. Yeah, he gets He believes his head. own hype <clears throat> and he goes along with it and he does nothing. You gotta admit, well, what he is had, your, you gotta admit, he had a poor up. season. Oh, I wouldn't say poor season. I think he had a poor season for his standards. Your your brother's what? your brother's a Parramatta supporter. What does he think? Man, he's brother? watched one game all year, <laughs> <laughs> and then he comments on the no, the Parramatta no, 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 page no. thing. He's been a fan. He's been a fan for how long, mate? But he's watched one game all okay. year. So how's his opinion valid? Yeah, he might have checked the highlights. No, in all honesty, look, at the end of the day, I was right. Parramatta weren't going to do anything. They got out in straight sets yet again. Yeah. All right. They didn't but improve on last year. It, they they are one, under Brad Arthur. They are one in five. One win, five losses. The only win coming against Brisbane, fifty-eight nil. I I feel bad. I, I feel. I, I don't think the coach is the issue though. I think he's done well. Oh no, he's done well. But with the that, roster he has, like I don't think. Okay, but it's the, no, it's no Roosters. It's okay, no Melbourne. But it's for no, me, for me, when you bring in Regan Campbell Gillard and you bring in Ryan Madison, you're trying to win a premiership. 
They've got unbelievable backs. Gutherson, Sevo. Who, who were missing on Saturday. Okay, Don't forget but that. But that's too. one game. That's one but game. that's one game to get him into the prelim. But I'm not. Talk- I'm talking about this season as a whole. I'm not saying that it was a failure. They almost cost themselves a top four spot. They almost. They should have lost to the Tigers. Yeah, they got away with it. Every game, every game they've been in, I've never seen them in a game where I'm like, yeah, they they deserve to win that. I I, I can't remember a game where I'm like they deserve to win that in the later rounds. I'm talking about the first ten rounds. I'm talking about the last <laughs> ten rounds. I never saw a game where yeah they deserve that. They should have. They could have lost. They weren't as convincing as as before. But but where's the improvement then? Where how how do they get to that next level? Look, I think Parramatta's big play right now is everyone's thinking Matt Burden to Bulldogs. But if Penrith can't sign Matt Burden, it might be a good idea to get him to Parramatta. What about Kyle Flanagan? Nah. Can I say I heard a rumor today from James Hooper, our friend? He said Newcastle Parramatta do a swap deal. Halfbacks and Mitch's. Would that make a difference? Mitch, Mitch, Moses, to for Mitch, Mitch Moses to Knights. I don't think it that, does. I don't know. Like, I like Pierce. I know you don't like Pierce either, but... but I, think I like him oh. more than Mitchell Moses, Pierce, for me, is top four halfbacks in, in the comp. I mean, what did he, this year, what did he do with Newcastle? He's, I don't know. I feel like he's still, right. he's still up there with the Cherry Evans. Okay. He's up there with Cherry Evans himself. when they're playing terrible teams. But recently... Oh, don't, don't get me wrong. Mitchell Pearce over his career has been a great club halfback. Yeah, this year he had a disappointing year this overall, year I'd say. This year he had a disappointing year and I feel like Parramatta, if they're going to get rid of Mitchell Moses, which I don't know, how many years does he have left on his contract? Next year. Next year. If you're going to get rid of Mitchell Moses, you don't bring in somebody like Mitchell Pearce. Bring in somebody that, I mean, you've got a whole year. Look, they've got someone, got they, they've got, they've got someone coming up and it's Brad Arthur's son. He's a halfback. No, I'm serious. I'm actually, I'm not talking crap about this. What is this trying to be Ivan Cleary? And yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coming up. He's coming through the ranks. And I feel like he's going to be that long-term option for them. Is he good though? I don't know. I can't tell you. So how's Look, he I just how, think how that Moses needs to be a 5'8". How, how do you feel he's going to be a long-term option if you don't know he's good? That's the plan. That's well, what they said? Well, of course. He's playing Jersey Flag. He's starting halfback for Jersey Flag. So, I mean, not, let's not be dumb. I mean, that's where they're going if Moses doesn't work out, right? Look, for me, for me, the fact that Mitchell Moses hasn't developed his game more than players that are younger than him, like a Cleary, yeah, for me, that's the issue, all right? He hasn't eclipsed anything he did in 2017, I'm sorry. I and you expect a guy who worked with Andrew Johns all year to take his game to the next level at this point in his career. How long are you going to wait? Yeah. To, to, to be that's, honest? That's the issue for me. I'm not, I, don't, I don't hate for no reason. I, I expect better from a guy like that. To be honest, you know what I expect from Mitchell Moses at this point of his career? Don't get me wrong. I don't think he's Benji Marshall of the young Benji Marshall. I don't think he's as good as Benji Marshall when Benji Marshall was young, right? But he's that sort of player. Plays off the cuff. That's mm. how he started his career. Um, but you saw Benji later on in his career started developing his game. He became, became more mature about yep. it. Became, you know, level-headed in the way he plays. He picked his moments to to do that magic, right? Mitchell Moses hasn't done that. He just he I I, I kind of feel like I'm getting Josh Reynolds vibe from him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm not like, even giving him that bad, but yeah, all right, I agree. No, no, obviously not as bad as Josh Reynolds, but like that vibe where he thinks energy is just going to get him over the line, and like yeah. like off the cuff stuff is just going to get him off the, uh, mm. out of the line. He doesn't think that developing developing his game to you know the maturity of time manage, uh, game management, just sticking to does he stick to a game plan or does he just all off the cuff is is d- d- what is what, what is the game plan? What is the game plan? Side Give to it side? to Junior Paulo. 
it's hard to side give it to Junior Paulo. Like there's like get, that's why I said I want to go back to the coaching that, quickly. That's why I got an issue with Brad Arthur because isn't that his job to come up with a game plan that's sustainable that can help them through the tough times? Because I feel like when a when a game gets tough, they don't want no, no part of it. They don't want any part of it. Parramatta. That's all. Like, I feel like that's the issue with them going forward as a team. Do they have a premiership winning team though, just on, on paper, on paper, do you think? Ma- yeah, on paper, I think they've got a capable premiership team, but I don't, I, watch, I mean, watching them, I don't think they are. The most concerning thing is the depth. They don't have like, they don't have the juniors of like a Penrith. If someone, if one of the nah, forwards gets injured. Do. Really? The juniors of like Penrith? They've got a thousand people to pick from. Parramatta got one but of the best junior development squads in the like, I'm, No, I'm just looking at the, the oh, 17, like right. yeah. Nia Kore. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's not, like, it's not as um, developed. It's not as developed. Alvarez, like, it's no, no, not. No. It's not as developed. Is but Alvaro <laughs> Alvarez? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. No, but, it, like, it's not as developed. I agree with that. But they've got. Yeah, they've, that, that, they lack But depth. they've always picked the wrong juniors. They've let go yeah, of the best I don't know. Juniors. I don't know that no, side no, of things. No, in history, I'm saying in history, like, Gallon. Maloney, these guys, they were Parramatta yeah. juniors. They, they let go of Willie Tonga too. Remember that? You know I'm I mean? not. I'm not saying about the area. I'm just saying, on paper, who they decide to pick, yeah. they're they're not they're not great. They're not great replacements. So that's um, the thing. So we're saying that they've got a good team. We don't. The coach's not that bad, but the. I still don't see them winning the premiership. Well, let's go down to the main question. You know what I'm saying? Next year, they could not even make the eight. That's the thing with Parramatta. They're not a heavyweight club yet. No. They need to establish themselves. No, that's why we that, spoke about Canberra but that's being I a said, heavyweight that's club. That's what I said from the start in their DNA. When there's expectation on these guys, they don't feel they don't live up to it. So the question they comes don't. back to, is this season of Parramatta fail or pass? It's a big fail. Because they, they, they didn't improve. I thought you expected this to happen. Where'd they end up last year? Same position. Fifth, they finished fifth, but they ended up in the same place. But do they have to improve on last year's or? For me, for me, when you add Regan, expectation when was. you add Regan Campbell Willard and Ryan Madison, true, least, you should at least go one better. I'm sorry, so, so true. I, I was thinking they came last last year, but it was the, the year before. The year before so, that was random. So your expectations for Parramatta this year was to make the semi-finals at least the preliminary finals. Yeah, I thought you were happy they were going to choke. I thought that's. What I'm very happy they choked. Oh, I thought I you right. knew you were going to. They were gonna but choke I knew that. I said. Do I they win that. the game if those three players played on Saturday? Yes or no. Who? No, uh, uh, it's not guaranteed. No, I don't say. I say it's no. not guaranteed, but I think. No, I know. I don't think. I can't mm, say wingers mm. are gonna give you the game. No, but I don't to think start so. the set of sixes, like a big, I, I, big I, difference. I understand that, but I don't. Th- I don't see it. Parramatta put themselves in a position to win, and they still lost. I know. So I was right. At the end of the day, I was right. They still choked, and I don't know, man. You made that light over there. Listen, listen man. I just speak the truth. That's it. Uh, boys, it's gonna be a big, big weekend. Thanks for joining me, boys. Appreciate it. We've got a big grand final show next week. We're going to have an audience, hopefully. Two people. Um, <laughs> COVID restrictions. And we might have the Oracle make a make a special appearance, bro, for Oof. a big prediction. It's a massive show. Abbas, good luck, man. Up, up the Penny Panthers. Yeah, of course. And uh, Tony. If Canberra. Canberra if, milk, brother. If, if, Pen- if Penrith loses next, uh, this week, I'm not coming next week. <laughs> <laughs> See you.